you are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the all-new Locked On MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. You can follow me on Twitter at Sully Baseball. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On MLB. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Sully Baseball Podcast. Check out the other shows. We have podcasts on virtually every team in Major League Baseball, including friend of the old podcast and someone who will be a guest eventually on this podcast, Stacey Gatsoulias, who hosts the wonderful Locked On Yankees podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast through the brand new Himalaya app. Check it out. It does a wonderful job curating your podcast and making personalized playlists. You can also subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to LockedOnMLB.com to just listen directly from the site. But chances are, if you're already listening to my voice, you already know how to subscribe to a podcast. But if you're in your car, and I'm sure a lot of you listen to podcasts in your car, I know I do. I live in California. I'm in traffic half the day. I listen to podcasts in the car. You should too. And if you have a smart device, just say, hey, play Locked On MLB. In fact, don't say, hey, that's probably the wrong thing to do. Say, play Locked On MLB. And guess what? Your pal Sully will be in your ears. So it is the 28th day of March, 2019. And do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is one of the happiest days of the year. This is when you want to run down the street and say, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Because the season begins today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they played two games in Japan last week. That's a little bit like, you know, if you... You're going to have, you know, it's a Christmas time or holidays, whatever you celebrate, I don't care. I know you celebrate baseball, but whatever you celebrate in December. And there's like a relative you're, you're not going to see on the day of your celebration, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever the hell you do. And he said, you know, I'm not going to get a chance to see you. Here's a present like a week or so early. He said, oh, thanks a lot. That's what that was. That was the present that was a week or two early. But now you wake up. And you come down, you look under the tree, and what do you see? You see baseball. This analogy's getting weird, I grant you. But this is it. This is, we're going to have games. We're going to have games for all the teams. And let's take a look at some of the teams and some of the games that are being played today. Now, I have to say, I am a lifelong Red Sox fan. I'm a native New Englander, but I live on the West Coast now. I live in California. And... For those of you who don't live in California or on the West Coast, I actually feel badly for you because this is the best place to be a baseball fan. Not just because we've got lots of teams here and also lots of minor league teams here, but guess what? At 10.05 a.m., the Mets and the Nationals will be playing. The Orioles and the Yankees will be playing at that same time too. Before it's 10.15 in the morning, We've got two ball games going on. Nothing beats morning baseball. Nothing. It's the best. 
And we got right out of the gate, right out of the freaking gate. We got Jacob deGrom versus Max Scherzer. That's how we start the damn season. The two players who were, you know, neck and neck for the Cy Young Award, in my mind, I mean, I it went to deGrom, and I think deGrom deserved it. But Scherzer had a spectacular year and is someone you could always pick to be the Cy Young Award winner no matter what. You had the Nationals who had a really disappointing season last year and the Mets who had a disastrous season last year. And yet both of those teams have images of winning a division title dancing in their head for this year. And guess what? The games in April count just as much as the games in September. And it would behoove one of those teams to win this series and get out of the gate fast. The Yankees also have to get out of the gate fast because it helps to get on a great start. It doesn't always mean you're going to win the division or even have a solid year. The Angels got off to a spectacular start last year. But if the Yankees want to win the division, and they want to, they haven't won the division since 2012. The Red Sox have won the World Series twice since the Yankees have won their division. The key, a big key at least, for the Yankees is to get solid pitching out of pitchers like Tanaka, who is starting, and to beat the snot out of bad teams. And guess what? Baltimore's a bad team. They've got to get out of the gate and really beat the teams they're supposed to beat and get off to a great start and get their confidence back in their pitching staff. The Brewers and the Cardinals are facing off. And those are two teams that I think are going to go to the playoffs. I think the Brewers are going to be a wild card team. I think the Cardinals are going to win the division. Lest we forget, the Brewers had the best record in the National League last year. They're the defending National League Central champs, and they had a lead in Game 7 of the NLCS at one point. And the Cardinals have brought in Goldschmidt, and they look like a really good team, especially with some of their prospects who had been injured left few years, like Reyes, are going to be healthy. I think the NL Central is going to be a wild race, and I think the Cardinals are going to come out on top, but this is, right out of the gate, a crucial game. I know it sounds weird to say crucial game, but do you know what? They are, and I'll get into why in a little bit. The Phillies and the Braves, the unveiling of Bryce Harper, and the Phillies, who were a first-place team late in the season before they absolutely imploded in September and the Braves wound up winning the division kind of handily. The Phillies obviously have big-time ambitions for this year and the Braves are super talented and the defending division champs. I think they should sign Dallas Keuchel, but what do I know? Again, strange to say it, but an important game right right out of the gate. You've got the Blue Jays and the Tigers, and I'm sure the fans who go to that game will have a nice time. You have the Rays and the Astros in a really interesting matchup where you had Snell versus Verlander, last year's Cy Young Award winner, and a Hall of Famer who put up Cy Young caliber numbers. And two teams that won, you know, one won over 100 games, the Rays won over 90 games last year, and both those teams with playoff ambitions right out of the gate. Uh, The Cubs and the Rangers are playing. John Lester is starting for the Cubs. An interesting year for the Cubs, who 
almost had the best record in the National League last year, and yet were considered to be a colossal disappointment because they lost the wildcard game in extra innings. And Joe Madden, who I thought was going to become Cub manager for life, is probably managing his final season. Unless, of course, the Cubs go on a great year. Get out of the gate fast. Uh, the Angels and the A's are playing right across the bay from where I'm standing right now. The A's, surprising 97-win team, have images of being a wildcard team again this year, maybe trying to catch the Astros. The Angels have locked up Mike Trout. I talked about that. It's important for them to eventually win with the best player in baseball. But I wonder if there's going to be, oh, I don't know, a little bit of a letdown because they don't have to worry about Trout leaving? I don't know. I'm, I'm not confident about this Angels team. I do kind of like this A's team. Uh, the Pirates and the Reds, the Reds want to win this year. They made some moves, including bringing in Yasiel Puig and Sonny Gray. They want to get off the mat. But this could be the kind of rebuilding, kind of like the way that the Padres did a few years ago when they brought in Matt Kemp, Craig Kimbrell, and the Upton brothers, and James Shields, and exploded in their face. By the way, the Reds also brought in Matt Kemp. Uh, bad sign. The Pirates, who, lest we forget, had a winning record last year, I'm picking to be a wild card team. The Giants are going to be playing the Padres. Final year for uh, Bruce Bochy. Giants, well, I don't know what to make of them. They've got a lot of veterans, and they could be the kind of team where the veterans have one last gasp in them. I'm not banking on it. Meanwhile, the Padres will be unveiling Manny Machado on their team. And I believe Fernando Tatis Jr. has made the team, thankfully. Should be interesting. Uh, the Rockies and the Marlins. Uh, Rockies have made back-to-back -back trips to the playoffs. The Marlins um, haven't. Uh, Twins and the Indians. Again, strange to say it, big game right out the gate. Because the Twins want to make a run at the Indians for the AL Central. Corey Kluber versus Jose Barrios. And lest we forget, Kluber has won a bunch of Cy Young Awards recently, and Barrios is my pick to win it this year. Uh, you have the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are in full rebuilding mode. The Dodgers are on a mission to make it three straight trips to the World Series and actually win it this time. The Royals and the White Sox... Yep, that, that, that will be a game. That will be a game that is played. And the defending world champion Boston Red Sox will play the best team in baseball, the Seattle Mariners, because they're 2-0. Chris Sale is going to be starting the defending champs in the Pacific Northwest, which is kind of heaven for me because I love the Pacific Northwest. I'm a proud Washington State Cougar, and my beloved Red Sox are playing up there. The reason why some of these games are so critical is when you think about the end of the year last year of the log jam between the Dodgers and Rockies and the Cubs and the Brewers and just the, just the scrum, a win here or a win there could have made the difference between being a wild card team or not. Think about at the end of the year, there's always a bit of a scrum. There's always a little bit of, oh, if this team won this or this team won that. And when you have matchups that are, you know, critical to a pennant race. Mets Nationals could be a big matchup. Cardinals Brewers could be a big matchup. 
Braves Phillies. Uh, what's the other big one? Uh, the uh, Indians Twins. When you see the teams that have a mindset of winning this year, facing off early, of course there's 162 games. It's a marathon. But do you know what? It's important to bank those. I talked about how critical it was for the Yankees to beat up on the bad teams. But it's also really important to beat the team that you're chasing. So out of the gate, there's some terrific, terrific games. And, oh, isn't this fun that these games will count? Now, when I get back from this little break we're doing here, I'm going to talk about what I want from this year and what I think every fan should want. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with our personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On MLB. All right, I know my mom is listening to this, so mom, just do me a favor and skip ahead a little bit. That'd be great. Thanks. All right, everybody else, let's talk about sex. Good, ready-to-go sex. Now, you can increase your performance and build up your confidence. Everyone but my mom, listen up. I'm talking about BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, so you know they work. Take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach, while stuck in traffic after a Dodger game. I don't judge. They're chewable and they work twice as fast as the pills, so you know you'll be ready quicker than a manager can make a pitching change. Now, everyone I know has tested it, and I have many trustworthy friends who confide with me very personal details. They all tell me it gives them a little extra and it works great. Now, we baseball fans, we know all about getting a little edge with performance enhancers. And this is just isn't for people who can't perform. This is for anyone who wants uh, something a little extra. Look, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships to your door, discreet package, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no awkwardness. In fact, the only awkwardness involved in Blue Chew is knowing that my mom is probably still listening. Made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. All of that just by going to BlueChew.com, promo code MLB. Once again, B-L-U-E Chew.com, promo code MLB. Try it for free. BlueChew, the better Cheaper and faster choice. Thank you for sponsoring the Locked On MLB podcast. I mentioned I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. And when I appeared in the HBO documentary Curse of the Bambino a few years ago, there was some, which was about the Red Sox fans and our suffering over not winning since 1918. There was a question of whether or not we Red Sox fans will have lost our identity if the Red Sox happen to win the World Series, where we love being the team that loses. We love that suffering and everything. Well, I will tell you that I don't miss that identity. I say good riddance to that identity. I've seen my team win the World Series four times. And an interesting thing has happened. 
not only has the pressure of watching a baseball season with some sort of metaphysical weight on our shoulders been eliminated, that we're not walking around going like, well, I just want to see it win once before I become one with the loam and die. You know, we don't think about that anymore. Now we're thinking, geez, I wonder if we'll have five World Series in a 20-year stretch. It's a little greedier. But what that does is it's given you more perspective. It's made the season more fun for me. And it's, 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 and it's opened up what a season should be. And when I stop and think about it, what a season's have been, and the most enjoyable part of it, I am not going to be one of these jabronis who says they have to win the World Series. My team has to win the World Series or the season's a failure. It's World Series or bust. Can you imagine being that miserable? Can you imagine walking through life like that, that we have to be the best, win the championship, we have to be on the top of the mountain? Or we're a failure. Thanks, great Santini. Really, that's really a wonderful way to live your life. Do you really think 29 fan bases should hang their heads and say, oh, what a disaster it was? Do you know what we're really looking for on opening day? Yes, there's the promise of maybe we'll win it all. Maybe we'll make it to the playoffs. Maybe we'll win a pennant. Maybe we'll win the World Series. Maybe we'll have a parade at the end of the year. Yes, yes, yes. Those are all maybes. But here's what you want. Here's what you look at the teams and here's what I need you to give me. Give me a summer. That's what I need, that's what I want. I want a summer. Give me a summer to turn on the ball game with some sense of interest, something to root for, a reason to have the game on, a reason to have hope. Like, oh, I see they won say, yeah, they're on a roll. Oh, did you see that? That pitcher, he, he pitched a great game. Yeah, they're only two back. That's pretty good. That's a summer. You know, I, I have what's called the rule of seven. For those of you who are not used to my podcast, when it was the Sully Baseball podcast, I talked about this a lot. And that is the concept that you don't really start following a sports team or sports in general until you're around seven years old. So whatever happened before you're seven is really not something in your consciousness. My first season of really watching baseball in and out was 1979. Thankfully, as a Red Sox fan, I could not appreciate the 1978 Bucky Dent season. But 79 through 85, the formative years of my life, I didn't see the Red Sox play one playoff game. They didn't win it once. And yet, despite never winning the American League East, in that stretch of time, I had wonderful summers rooting for the Red Sox. They had players I could cheer for. They were in the race for a while. There was reasons to root for the team. They gave me a summer. I think of some of the most fun seasons I've ever had being a Red Sox fan. And yes, of course, 2004, 2007, 2013, 2018. Those are the four World Series teams. 2004 was stressful. The end result was spectacular. That whole year was stressful. 2007 was fun. 2013 was such a surprise because they were so bad the year before. And last year was just, wow, are they, they're just rampaging through the league. 
But I have wonderful memories of the 1988 Morgan Magic. The 1999 team, when Nomar had an amazing season and Pedro just should have won the most valuable player, he was playing on a different level, was one of my favorite teams of all time. And you stop and think about some of the fan bases that, that go around. I mean, the Brewers had such a remarkable year last year. Are you trying to tell me that that fan base should have a hangdog look because they didn't win the World Series? You can't live life like that, especially on opening day. The promise for opening day is, are we going to have a summer? Is there going to be a reason to watch the game? One of the single most fun experiences I had watching a team was not a Red Sox team, but the 2012 Oakland A's. Not the 2012 World Champion San Francisco Giants. They got the parade and everything like that. But the 2012 Oakland A's, which was a team that was gutted. They traded away any veteran that wasn't nailed down. And it was considered to be, oh, what a disgrace, what a disgrace, what a disgrace. And they were fun. And they had come from behind wins, and they had great pitching and great relief pitching. Friend of the podcast, Sean Doolittle, was a rookie that year, and he pitched great. And they wound up winning the division on the final day of the season over the Texas Rangers. Now, they wound up losing the division series to Detroit, and history will forget the 2012 A's. But I won't. They were a fun, dynamic team to watch. And I know many, many Oakland A's fans, and they will tell you that that summer was fun, was super fun. And that's the point. Baseball is a game that you experience every day. It's an everyday sport. It's not the weekly event that a football game is. It's a daily companion. You turn on the game. You can't get too high or too low after a loss because you got to play again tomorrow. But that companion for the summer, for those summer months, and for those times when you need a break, if the team can provide you with a good companion and a reason to turn on the game, then that's what you want. Now, down the stretch, if you win the pennant, great. If you wind up making the postseason as a wildcard team or a division winner, great. If you wind up winning the World Series, all power to you. That's icing on the cake. But what everyone could hope for and what is the promise for everybody on this opening day is a summer. I really hope we have a summer this year. And whatever team you have, whatever team you root for, even some teams that look like they're tearing it down and rebuilding, that 2012 Oakland A's team was torn down and was rebuilding, and they got to the playoffs. The 2013 Red Sox were a calamity the year before, impossible to watch, and they wound up giving us a summer and a championship to remember. So, folks, it's not even April. It's March. But let's hope whatever team you have, Whatever team you root for. Yes, even if you're a Yankee fan. Summers are more interesting 
when the Yankees are good because when the Yankees come to town, they're good. They're more fun to beat. Whatever team you root for, I'm hoping you have a summer and you have a summer companion, which is your team. So, tomorrow, we'll talk about some of the results and I'll have some more baseball thoughts because that's what we do here on the Locked On MLB podcast. That and sell BlueChew.com. So, hey, um, subscribe to us through the new Himalaya app and or you can subscribe to us through Apple Podcasts or Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's, we'll, we'll be there for you. Get in your car. Drive around. Tell your smart device, play Locked On MLB, and your pal Sully will be in your ears. Or go around, find your own team on the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have something, if you want to contact me, I'll go to Twitter directly. I'm at Sully Baseball. That's how you get a hold of me. Or you can go to at Locked On MLB. Or you can be old school and send me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. I'm not going to stop you. This has been the Locked On MLB show for the 28th day of March. Opening day. So good. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.